At photographycourse.net, you'll be able to swap your expertise with other photographers, make light instead of wishing for it, expand your portfolio, and receive feedback from professionals, all of which will develop your artistic eye. Photographycourse.net offers an abundance of premium courses and challenges for participants at every stage of their journey, from technical settings for portrait photography, to landscape composition tricks, to how to start your own photography business, we have everything you need to start shooting confidently. You can work at a pace that suits you. Our 52-week project challenge will provide you with the educational resources, encouragement, and support that you need to take great photographs every week. You can join us at any time as our themes are evergreen. You can also start by shooting every day and learning something new with our 365 Days of Photography course. Led by an industry expert who has mentored over 10,000 students, this course will help you take your photography skills to the next level with daily, bite-sized videos. Throughout the process of learning, you'll have access to a community that will provide you with inspiration and motivation. Get encouragement from other photographers every single day. Our current limited time offer comes with a special discount code exclusive to the listeners of this podcast. Get 50% off your first year as a premium member. Claim this discount by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST. Come join photographycourse.net and capture more than just a moment. Hello everyone, my name is Taya and I'm the host of Great Big Photography World Podcast, where we interview notable photographers in the industry, give advice on a wide variety of topics, and provide tips for beginners and professionals alike. In this episode, I talked to my good friend Francesca, who is an Italian photographer. She takes stunning pictures of people, landscapes, and more. We talk about her journey as a photographer, how she deals with dry spells, and much more. Please enjoy. Hi, Francesca. Welcome to the podcast. I'm very happy to have you here. Please feel free to introduce yourself to the listeners. Hi, thank you for having me. My name is Francesca and I'm from Italy. I am a uh, languages graduate and <laughs> fun fact, I am obsessed with plants and nature in general. Really? I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, all my plants have names. <laughs> I call them by their name. That's so sweet. I had no idea. By the way, for the listeners to know, Francesca uh -huh. and I have known each other for quite some time. How long have we known each other for? I think we uh, started our friendship, like long distant friendship on Instagram. I think so. When was that? I think that was a few years ago that we got to know each other better. And then before that, I knew you for some time on Flickr, I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Everything started thanks to photography, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yes, photography, bringing everybody together, an amazing, amazing world. <laughs> so what camera equipment do you use? I use a Nikon D40, so quite old camera, uh, because I've always been using the same camera since I started taking photographs. And I'm mainly using a uh, 55 millimeters lens. Mm -hmm. Yes, I was thinking of uh, switching to another camera, which I will probably do in a while. 
maybe mm-hmm. next year or something. That's exciting. What what kind of camera would you like to have? Uh, I think I will gather a few suggestions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I would like to you know, still uh, use my 55 millimeter lens. So yeah, please feel free to uh, suggest me a few cameras. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'll think of a few and then if the listeners have any suggestions, they can let yeah, me know. Yeah, please let me know. Yeah. And I'll forward them to Francesca. So if anyone's interested in suggesting some camera equipment, then let us know. Be a part of uh, Francesca's camera buying decision. It's uh, an important one. <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. But yeah, that will be helpful. Yes, no pressure. So I feel like this episode is a special one because... Francesca, you mentioned before, call that you haven't been taking photographs for a while. And so I feel like this is important for the listeners because during this pandemic and any time in your life when you're feeling uninspired, it's easy to lose touch with photography. And I'd like to know more about that and, and what that has been like for you. Uh, yes. Well, we all have experienced really hard times. And it's definitely been hard for me because I completely lost my inspiration. Not only I couldn't take any photos, but I couldn't read as well, for example. It's been maybe a little, little over a year when I just couldn't read any book. I wanted to, but I couldn't. I started reading first two pages and then I stopped because I just couldn't. The same with photography and maybe the same happened with everything related to art in some way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's important to talk about these things because... Photography isn't just about feeling inspired all the time and having motivation. It's also about the more isolated aspect of it where you don't feel inspired, where you don't feel like doing anything. It's important to discuss these things and bring them to light because I think there are so many people who either are experiencing this or have experienced this and it will just make everybody feel less lonely, I think, if it's shared more often. So it's good that you're sharing this and I really appreciate that you're I don't know, bringing this to light, it's it's a very important topic. Yeah, thank you for asking. Uh, it's uh, really an important topic. So, yeah, I guess I was feeling hopeless. So I had no interest in doing anything actively, meaning that maybe I would watch TV series, for example, which is something that you do passively, but I couldn't actively read a book, taking photographs, drawing, anything. So yeah, it was hard for everybody, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. So I, this is just my opinion, but I believe that you can still consider yourself a photographer even if you haven't taken photographs in a while and you haven't had inspiration for a while. And I know a lot of people struggle with this as well because they think you need to be active all the time to be considered a photographer. But I think the opposite is true. I mean, we all have our dry spells, we all have phases and 
just because you're going through something like this doesn't mean you can't call yourself a photographer. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. Honestly, I don't like when people identify too much with what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you do, it shouldn't define you as a person. So let's say that you are a photographer, which you really are. And for any reason, you happen to you know, take a step back from photography that doesn't make you any less as a photographer. That's right. Just not taking pictures. You're not just not taking photographs in that moment. It can last uh, two days, one week, one month, one year. You're still a photographer. You're just not doing that all the time, which is completely fine. That's what I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. Just having interests is a very fluid thing. One day you might like this thing. The next day you might find another hobby. They will still always be your passions. And sometimes you won't focus on them all the time. But I think at the end of the day, you have to always be connected to yourself and know your character without all of these interests. And I think that will make it easier to get through those dry spells that I mentioned earlier. Yes. Well, we are curious as humans. We want to know things. We want to learn, understand. So I think it's really important for us to discover new things. It can be a good thing to take, you know, some free time from photography and maybe uh, dedicate yourself to pottery, for example, which I'm planning on doing. <laughs> it's really nice. Honestly, pottery, gosh, we, we discussed this before as well. It's just <laughs> healthy. It's very healthy to have all kinds of different interests that have nothing to do with photography because then you can just, I don't know, refresh yourself, refresh your creativity. But yes, pottery, thumbs up for that. Yeah. So I'm very curious to know what inspired you to get into photography in the first place. Mm, that's a super nice question. It wasn't something that inspired me to start taking photographs. It was rather someone. And that someone is my dad. Because we as a family have always traveled a lot since I was very little. So my dad, who has a great eye for photography, by the way, would always take pictures. And I don't know, at some point I felt the the urge to take photographs myself. And I remember this specific time. We were somewhere in Italy and I was standing in front of these uh, uh, magnificent uh, waterfalls. And again, I love nature. So, I don't know, I just felt that I had to take photographs myself. And I was maybe seven years old. So that same year for my birthday, I got my uh, first camera ever, you know, of my own. <laughs> that was really nice. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is so sweet. So you started very young. That's amazing. Yeah, well, of course, um, you know, it was a hobby. 
Mm-hmm. I would take pictures of animals, flowers. On that first camera of mine, for example, I have the first pictures of my my first dog, mm-hmm. my first rabbit, because I love animals, so I had quite a lot, <laughs> quite a lot of pets at home. So it's so nice because, yeah, I can go back to childhood memories and it it feels more special because you as a child have taken those pictures that's right yeah it's so different. I, yeah i can look at those pictures through my own eyes yeah. as a child so it's very special I can imagine how special that is and how amazing is it that your dad inspired you to get into photography and that you later on got a camera as a gift. What yeah. a beginning. I just, yeah, I had no idea that that was how you got started. That's so cool. Mm. <laughs> so you mentioned that you've traveled quite a bit and you've also been to countries like Russia. And in one of our conversations recently, you mentioned that it's easier for you to feel inspired when you take photographs in new places we're in the middle of a pandemic as we mentioned so it's kind of impossible to travel now but if you could visit any country to regain your inspiration what would it be yes yeah as a languages graduate um of course i also studied um cultures so i travel quite a bit uh i went to I've been to Russia a couple of times. Altogether, it was one year. So I stayed there for one year. And uh, yeah, it's easier for me to feel inspired when I'm in a new place because I'm a curious person. uh, And photography for me is um, mostly a way to... Uh, discover and understand what I've never seen before or what I've already seen but which is something so distant from me that I am still attempting of understanding Mm -hmm. for example if I look at someone doing something that looks very odd to me. It can be that I've seen thousands of people doing the same thing many times before that, but I still can quite get that special action. And I want to feel in contact with that person. So I take a picture, for example, mm-hmm. or uh, I don't know, maybe the architecture of a foreign country can tell me a lot of uh, that country's culture and history so I'm also very interested in architecture and so I guess uh, to answer your second question I'd say that if I could I would go somewhere far away in a country that is different from Western countries, from most Western countries. So maybe China, Mm -hmm. Thailand, places like that, somewhere in Asia. Yeah, 
That would be very interesting. It would be cool to see the kind of pictures that you would take there. Yeah, I'm wondering the same. (laughs) One can only dream. (laughs) dream. Yeah, I mean, there are so many possibilities in the future, so you never know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Photographycourse.net is a place where you can find an abundance of photography inspiration in different forms like premium courses, articles, video tutorials, editing resources, and much more. We have a thriving community where you can meet new people, receive constructive criticism, and discover new ideas every single day. Here is a message from one of our top community members, Robert Morton. Hi, my name is Rob. I specialize in wildlife photography and landscape photography. I'm a member of photographycourse.net online community. I like the community because you get some fantastic ideas and some great feedback. So take your photography to the next level by clicking the link in the description. That's what I did and I haven't looked back. If you want to join our online community, go to photographycourse.net and enter the coupon code podcast to get 50% off your first year as a premium member. I, I, I like your positive attitude towards life. <laughs> Thank you. I hope it's contagious. <laughs> it is. Good, I'm glad. If there's someone going through what you're going through now in a similar way where they feel uninspired, they feel like they can't take photographs now, right now even though they want to, what advice would you give to them? Oh, well, based on my own experience, I think it's good to turn to something else. If you feel like you have no inspiration for taking photographs, it's okay to turn to something else for inspiration. Uh, Or you can make a change. It can be something that is still photography-related but different from what you've been doing so far. For example, um, I've never did uh, street photography, so Mm -hmm. I could try and do that. It's a way to experiment. Maybe that can help you gain your inspiration back. Or I use a digital camera, Last year, I switched to an analog camera, which I bought in Russia, Zenit. Uh, and that helped me taking a few photographs. Thank you. No, not so many, but still I did take a few. And it had been a while since I last hold my, my camera. So it was meaningful. Yeah, that's good advice. I like that. I think it's... If you still want to pursue photography, then try something different within photography. If you feel like you need a break from photography, just try something different. And then maybe you'll be able to come back to it feeling refreshed. Refreshed, I mean, not fresh. (laughs) (laughs) Refreshed and fresh. (laughs) Yes, fresh and refreshed. (laughs) Yeah, it's good advice. I think I saw some of your film photos on Flickr as well. They were um, photos of what looked like a village. And village people, I think a horse. I don't yeah, know. that was in uh, Romania. Yes, yeah, it had a Romanian atmosphere to it. I really like those pictures. Very yeah, beautiful. we were 
Okay, so we were traveling on a wagon uh, in Romania, and it was a great chance to catch the essence of the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, because we draw in uh, the countryside many times, so you could see the real Romanian life going on. Yeah, I think that's a good travel tip in general, travel photography tip, because if you become a part of the environment in a way, if you use what they use, then it's easier to take authentic travel pictures. Yeah, that's true. And the most important thing for me is that you really need to speak to the locals. They might as well invite you in their own homes, which happened to me. Mm-hmm. And that was priceless, and it really helped me a lot with understanding their culture and consequently with taking better photographs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. I can imagine how priceless that is. Yeah, it's very valuable. If you had the chance to travel freely right now and do whatever you wanted, what kind of photos do you think you would take? So as I mentioned earlier, I I think I would try street photography because it's something I'm interested in, but I but that I've never tried. Mm-hmm. Because I I like portraits, I like landscapes, I like architecture. You know, it's many different things that I've already tried. But street photography, since I really like the human factor in photographs i think that would be something uh to to try even when i take a photo of a landscape or a building i always prefer when i can catch even just one person in the picture so the main subject is for example landscape or building let's say but i really like when in the whole picture there's a human being as well Mm. i like that very much i also like including people in my shots no matter what they are because yeah it adds a human element to the photograph makes it more relatable in a way i don't know it's nice yeah Mm -hmm. i like that answer because it just perfectly summarizes you as a photographer I would say because I went through your Flickr page the other day and you photographed yourself other people landscapes uh, travel photos and stuff so I feel like street photography would be perfect for you because that merges everything in in one genre yeah true (laughs) I have to try (laughs) maybe maybe I will finally find my own true style (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you already have a style in my opinion, but yeah, yeah, it would be nice to see more of it, especially in the street photography genre. Yeah, I'll try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, please do. Okay, Francesca, my last question for you is, what is the one thing you'd like to achieve in this great big photography world? Lovely question. Um, well, I have this uh, dream of... Uh, having some of my some of my pictures 
published on a travel magazine someday. Ooh, yeah. yeah, it's really something I would like to achieve. Doesn't matter when in my lifetime. I can be 80 as well. I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it just wanted to happen just one time. <laughs> so nice. I like that answer. And is there a specific travel magazine you would like to be a part of or just any, any magazine? Oh, I don't know. There's this magazine I collect, Touring Club, it's called. Mm. Maybe it's only Italian. I'm not quite sure. But yeah, I would love for some of my pictures to be published on there. And maybe, who knows, National Geographic. Yes. (laughs) Yes, that's the ultimate dream, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That would be incredible. Well, Francesca, given your talent and your beautiful way of looking at photography, I have no doubt that that will happen for you one day. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you very much. And thank you again for having me. Uh, It was lovely, great experience. And uh, I must say, I think uh, it's been... um, a chance to maybe gain some of my inspiration back, you know, talking about photography uh, with someone who's that passionate as you about it, really. Now I I feel the urge again to take photographs. Really? I'm so happy. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll probably uh, go out and take my camera with me. Yes, that would be incredible. I'm so glad. Well, that's another tip, actually, for anyone who's... Yeah, take notes, guys. (laughs) Yeah, just just talk to someone who you know or someone you admire um, about photography. That might get your creative juices flowing. Listen to podcasts. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thank you for being on this podcast, Francesca. I look forward to seeing all of your photographs in the future and... uh, Let's look forward to seeing your photo on the cover of National Geographic one day, eh? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Great Big Photography World wouldn't be what it is without our incredible listeners. We're grateful for the time you take to listen to other photographers' stories and share your feedback with us. If you'd like to help us keep this podcast running smoothly, you can become a member on our website. In return for your help, we'll provide you with all kinds of exciting perks go to greatbigphotographyworld.com. There's a link to it in the show notes. I'm very grateful to Francesca for opening up the way that she did and sharing her story with you all. I hope that her vulnerability inspires you to put yourself out there a little bit more. If you're feeling lonely as a photographer, if you feel like you don't have enough inspiration, then definitely consider reaching out to someone and asking for help or just offering to have an inspiring chat about photography. Maybe it might help to take a step back and try something new. But in any case, remember that this is just a temporary phase in your life and that no matter how many photographs you take or will take, you can consider yourself a photographer if it's your passion. So keep your chin up is the theme of this episode. (laughs) See you next week. There's a simple reason why photographycourse.net is the highest rated photography community in the world. It's because the people who use it made it that way. Why not join us right now? Improve your skills, get exposure, and discover an exciting new world of photography. While you're at it, 
claim your special discount code by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% off your first year as a premium member.